This is a podcast from The Samplecast, Volume 3, Episode 65. Hello, hello, I'm your host Ruben Cornell. Welcome to another episode of The Samplecast. I apologise there was no show last week. I was actually in Nam over at Anaheim checking out a load of sound gear and sound software and meeting lots of people. A few people came up to me as fans of the sample cast and said hello, so that was really sweet. I felt a little bit famous for about five seconds there, but I was soon brought back down to earth by seeing the actual famous people uh, all wandering around Nam, including Bootsy Collins, I saw BT, a few other people. So um, yeah, it was really exciting. I'll uh, be very pleased to go back uh, maybe next year, actually. If you've got any cool NAM experiences, do let me know. I'd love to hear from you. You can contact us in the normal way about anything you fancy. We're on Twitter at The Samplecast. You can email thesamplecast at gmail.com. You can head to the website. You can send me a message on Facebook. Just search for The Samplecast. Or there's many, many other ways, I'm sure, to get hold of me. You'll manage to find a way somehow. So another busy show this week. Our big review is Sound Aesthetic Sampling's uh, Autumn Choirs. Is that the right name? Autumn Choirs? Yeah, I think it is. And um, I'll be coming on to that later on in the show. We've also got a full composer interview and demo from female composer Rachel Jameson. I wouldn't normally say female composer because uh, obviously everybody is equal in the eyes of music. But uh, I did put a special shout out to see if I could get any female composers on the show in 2018 and really I made that my mission a few weeks ago to try and get some more contacts with those of a female persuasion because it's been pretty pathetic in terms of the uh, demographic here. Basically we've had I think something like 15, 16 male composers on and just one female composer over the last two years so I'd really like to really equal things out and uh, make 2018 year of the female composer well as far as the sample cast is concerned anyway so if you are female if you're listening please send us a demo please chat to us and uh, i'll see what i can do about getting you on the show so without further ado let's get on with this week's news roundup So first up, a small but perfectly formed library from Impact Soundworks. This is Meditation, which runs in the full version of Contact 5.5.2 and above. It's almost a gigabyte in size, and this is a library of acoustic struck sounds that have been combined with an additive synth. So you can mix those two layers together, morph between them, and then apply loads of different effects and modulations. I met up with some of the Impact Soundworks guys at NAM, and they asked me to put together a short overview for this. I had a great time playing around with the sounds and they're suitable mostly I'd say for underscoring, light dramatic cues, that sort of thing. Although there's lots of variety here in the 60 different presets. Do check out the link in the show notes to watch my video and there's further details there too.
This is Mystical Indian Percussion from Black Octopus Sound, and this is a new pack containing 1200 different loops of Indian percussion, all categorized into folders between 120 and 140 BPM. Black Octopus did send this to me for a play and I was pretty impressed by the clean recordings of the samples. There are also varieties of tabla and doluk one-shot samples, although there's no sample instruments here, nothing for contact, so you'll have to make your own if you want to use those as a playable instrument. The pack is over 2.5 gigs in size, is available now from Black Octopus. Loop Session Series Expeditions from Sample Logic is up next, and this is another expansion of their growing number of loop libraries. It contains 965 loop source samples, and you've got everything here from percussion to vocals to tonal instruments, and they've all got a kind of world ethnic flavor. This is basically the cut down version of the full Expeditions library, which I did a live stream for a few weeks ago. It contains both WAV files and 20 different NKI files, which run in the full version of Contact 5.7. I'm not going to go into too much detail here, as I did produce a full walkthrough video for Sample Logic, and you can find that over on their site. The link is in the show notes. Thank you. 
Continuing the ethnic flavour of this week's show, Rast Sound's new library is called Sounds of Morocco and it's just been released. It contains not only WAV, one-shots and loops, but also 14 different contact instruments running on the full version of Contact 5.6.5 and above. Personally, I haven't really heard that many sample libraries based around Moroccan sounds, so this collection is really interesting to me. The stem kits here sound really useful and make it easy to build up compositions quickly. Do check out the full specifications at the link in the show notes. And finally, a new one from a developer with one of the best names out there. It's Cluster Kit Constructor from Pornophonic. This is a synthetic and organic percussion collection, 476 sampled instruments split out into 108 different kits. The contact interface has seven slots for the drums with many different effects and over 300 impulse responses. This is gonna be pretty useful for hybrid, glitch and dance producers, but there's a wide range of sounds here, so you can probably find a home for most of them in your setups. Do check out this unusual kit at the Pornophonic website. It's time for this week's freebies and I've managed to find a couple of cool ones. Firstly, Static from Ecliptic Audio, which is a collection of tempo-synced noise loops. There's 60 here, and these have been thrown into a handy contact engine with reverb, crush, trash, and delay effects. I did cover a couple of their other free libraries in Samplecast 61, so do go back and check those out as they're pretty sweet. And you can download Static from the Ecliptic Audio website right now.
Next up, a synth. This is Singularity Light from Homegrown Sounds. This runs in the full version of Contact 5 and it's a taster for Homegrown Sounds forthcoming Destiny, which is a multi-layer synth. Singularity Light features just one layer, but it's still pretty cool, very capable with 28 waveforms. You've got envelope shaping, two LFOs and a sequencer as well. You'll need to create an account at the Homegrown Sounds site to download the synth and their website is a bit janky to be honest, but I did get there in the end. It's well worth a look. review. So welcome to this week's big review. And first a little preamble. One of the nice things about having the sample cast to myself with no advertising and uh, no sponsors is that it leaves me free to choose exactly which products I want to include in each episode of the show. So it's true that I'll usually try and cover the biggest releases each week, but sometimes if there's a library from a smaller developer that comes along and I like the sound of it, I can give it just as much attention and perhaps shine a light on an up and coming team in the process. So this week's a good example is I'm going to be reviewing Autumn Choirs from Sound Aesthetic Sampling, which you can pick up directly from their website or via Contact Hub. The first thing I want to let you know about this library is that it's a really good deal. It's currently on offer at £9 and uh, the full price is £15. So let's be honest here, neither of those price points are going to bankrupt anyone. On to the specifics, this runs in the full version of Contact 5.5.2 and above. It's just over half a gig in size. It comes with 62 samples and over 160 different preset NKI files. The main content of Autumn Choirs is field recordings of wind and nature, rustling leaves, that sort of thing. And these samples are hosted in a dual layer engine which you can add lots of effects and sequencing to.
the interface is nice and simple with browsing and uh, drop down menus for the samples. You've got morphing controls in there, dials for the ADSR, stereo width and filtering controls as well. The sequencing page controls the morphing between the two sounds with up to 128 steps and adjustable rate. And then there's a separate effects page with 12 different contact effects and this includes 12 bespoke convolution effects as well. So first the good stuff, this is a nicely laid out instrument with some lovely sounds. Although there's only 62 actual samples, the many many presets give a great idea of how these can be manipulated into many different uses, from textures to pulses to plucks to a little bit of percussion as well. There's a lot of variety here. Some sounds of the presets are quite similar, but I guess that's to be expected with so many. I do like the simple stereo width and filter controls and the FX are just about complex enough to dial in quickly and produce effective changes, especially the various convolution reverbs which I found rather nice. So there's nothing really to complain about here, especially for the extremely low price point, but I will point out a few things which could have been handled a little better. Something odd is definitely going on with the source samples in that there are essentially two different sets of them, one original and one bonus set, and these are only available in two different kinds of instruments. It would have been nice to be able to combine these in some of the instruments. You can't adjust the levels of each layer to zero so that you can hear just one layer, and this has to be done with the ADSR knobs and even then you can't make a layer absolutely silent as far as I can tell. There's also no way to reorganise the various effects and you have to click around a bit to turn each one on and off. However, all of these things I've mentioned, they're very small complaints in the grand scheme of things. For around £10, this is the kind of product that's useful to have in your back pocket to provide shifting dusty textures and I'm sure that if I ever get asked to write minimal cues for independent film, that sort of thing, Autumn Choirs is going to be a library that I'll be reaching for. Bargain VST. Time for this week's bargains and it's only just February 2018 but this is already in the running for one of the best deals of the year. This is an 18GB string library called Hybrid Scoring Strings from Sonic Cinema and it's all about hybrid textures and inspiring mutated strings. And it's not just limited to string scoring, there are loads of guitar and bass like tones in here as well plus effects within the 300 presets and it runs in the full version of Contact 5.5.2 and above. This has a pretty great looking interface, it features effects and envelopes and I'll not dwell on this for too long as there's loads of great exploration videos online but you can pick up hybrid scoring strings at 60% off now. It's just 32 euros, do click the link in the show notes for details.
I've got quite a soft spot for the cheap and cheerful libraries of audio thing and now they're just as cheerful and twice as cheap as Plugin Boutique are offering them all for 50% off. Some of these little gems are as cheap as £2.50 during the sale period. If you want a personal recommendation I'd say that probably Glass, Bells and the two Soundscape collections are some of the nicest sounding ones but you can't really go wrong with uh, any of them especially at that price. Do check the link in the show notes for details of the other various libraries at Plugin Boutique. Qasta produced some fine plugins and at the moment their Eve series of EQ plugins are 50% off. There are specific models here designed to emulate classic Neve and Poltec EQs featuring traditional controls and also expanding on the capabilities with new functions. These plugins have won several different awards so it's great to see such a big discount and you can even download trial versions to test them out before you commit. Check the link in the show notes for further details. Thank you. 
Lastly, a very quick mention for Mode Audio. They're currently offering a three for the price of two on every pack on their site. And this week they've also released Dark Mass, which is a collection of 200 ambient drone wave samples and textures. If you go to the uh, description of the show, you'll be able to find the uh, Dark Mass pack and also the three for two offer. So here's this week's composer demo and interview. And a few weeks ago, I was lamenting the fact that out of the 60 odd sample cast shows that I've done, I've only featured an interview with one female composer, which is pretty disgraceful. Now I know that there are loads of talented composers out there with uh, two X chromosomes. So I put out an appeal for more females to appear on the show. And I'm glad to say that plenty of you came forward. So this week, please welcome Rachel Jamieson to the show. She's going to talk about the composition process of her track Ursa Major. And you can find out more about Rachel at her website, www.rancheljamieson.com. So here she's going to chat about her influences, techniques and libraries in this week's show. Hello everyone, my name is Rachel Jamieson and I want to say thanks first of all to Ruben for having me on the podcast. Um, I've discovered loads of useful things listening to these podcasts that have really helped me out, so it's really cool to be featuring this time. I'm primarily a film composer, but I've worked on a wide range of projects, everything from feature films to audiobooks and commercial projects. Uh, The track I'm going to talk through today is called Ursa Major. It's a track I wrote um, basically because I wanted to experiment with producing that ambient kind of cinematic sound, which is a style I love, and I was really pleased with how it turned out in the end. The track falls roughly into three sections, so to make it easier to follow, I thought I would play through each section at a time, and then we'll go through some of the libraries and effects that I used along the way. So here's the opening section.
So there we go, that's the opening, Um, hope you liked it. So to begin then, when I first sat down to write the track, um, I decided to begin by fiddling around looking through my various music libraries um, and messing around with different effects um, until I found a sound um, that I liked that felt quite unique um, to set the tone for for the whole track. Hans Zimmer, as I'm sure you all know, says he often starts a film by coming up with um, finding the right sound for a score. And I found this is actually a really exciting way of composing. By producing that unique sound to begin with, the track seems to evolve very naturally and you can end up creating something that you hadn't anticipated when you set out. So I began by experimenting with some of the sounds in Heaviosity's Aeon Melodic Library um, and I discovered an instrument called Frozen Music Box. I loved its ethereal yet metallic quality um, and basically just messed around it with with it a bit, adding some reverse delay, um, a whole load of reverb and then cut out some of the mid to high frequencies to soften the overall sound. I loved the dark rhythmic quality that this produced um, and basically messing around with this became the inspiration for the whole track. I also wanted to create a really strong brooding atmosphere from the start, which is hopefully something you think I have achieved. Um, And I used a pad called Cello Pad from Keep Forest's Evolution Dragon Library to do this. I really can't recommend this library highly enough. It's one of those libraries that sounds great straight out of the box. And every time I delve into it, I find more features that I love. As the track continues to evolve, I wanted to create a strong sense of movement, and so I introduced a percussion loop from Heaviosity's Damage Library, which is great, as I'm sure you'll know. Um, all I did to this, just to make it um, kind of fit in with the feel of my track, was to add some delay and tremolo, and then again I cut out some of the higher frequencies to create that kind of underwater immersive effect. This then leads into the second section, which really continues to build upon what has come before, um, just growing bigger with extra pads um, and kind of textures added in. But anyway, let's have a listen first. So here it is. Um, so hopefully you can feel there that the track um, is really kind of starting to build, steadily becoming bigger. Um, in this section, I particularly wanted to build upon the sense of movement um, that was produced by the percussion that we heard earlier. And so I decided to bring in an ostinato, which I played in a high pitch to cut through the thickness of the pads. And to do this, I used a pad called Hope Eternal from Heaviosity's Vocalist Gravity Pack. This is another of my go-to libraries. It's got a really diverse collection of vocal pads, but one of the things I love most about it is that it also contains short elements for each of these pads, which is what I've used here. And to this again, I've once again added some reverse delay, um, which is becoming a bit of a theme. This is actually an effect I use a lot um, in atmospheric tracks. There may well be a better way of doing it, but I tend to use Logic's pedal board, and using the delay pedal there, you can... um, you can set it to reverse the delay, uh, which for some reason I just feel really works um, in this style track, and it's just a sound that I love. Uh, The track then continues um, adding in more pads from Evolution Dragon um, to 
kind of create an even bigger atmospheric sound um, that leads into a small fade right before the final section, which we'll have a listen to now. So there it is. Um, at this point um, in this section, I really wanted the melody to come into its own and thought it would be cool if it was taken up by the strings. I haven't actually got a great selection of solo string instruments in my arsenal, um, so I had to be a bit creative um, in order to find the sound that I was looking for. I used the solo viola from the Contact 5 factory library as a starting point, although I wasn't a huge fan of it by itself, um, once I'd messed around with reverb and EQ, I was pretty pre pleased with the sound that um, it produced. And then, in order to um, bring the piece to a climax, um, I decided it would be great if I took this melodic line that has been played in the solo strings and extended it out to the whole string section. Um, I use Cinematic Strings, which is one of my all-time favourite libraries, to do this. Um, probably not much point talking in too much detail about it, as I'm sure you're aware of just how good it is. But I just found that the ensemble patch um, had this wonderful richness which contrasted really nicely against the pads and the ostinato um, and also just created a really strong finish before the soft close which features the ostinato um, ringing out against the pedal note on the cello pad that we heard at the beginning. So there we go, that's my track. Thanks very much for listening to me babble on for a bit. I hope it was helpful. If you do fancy listening to any more of my tracks, um, head over to my website and do send me a message if you have any questions. I would love to hear from you. And yeah, so thank you again for listening. Um, I hope you have a great day. And last but not least, here is the track all the way through. Compose a demo.
Developer update. Time for this week's updates, and the first is Cloud Viola 2 from Sounddust. I mentioned this updated library in last week's newsletter. Don't forget to sign up for the Samplecast newsletter via the website if you haven't already. Sounddust are well known for taking traditional instruments and giving them a unique twist. This viola is no exception as it's been played with a ball of string attached to a retractable dog lead. Uh, I'm not joking. Yes, a dog lead. This huge update to the original Cloud Viola runs in the full version of Contact 5.6.8 and it now contains 60 snapshots, there's 1.3 gigabytes of new content and articulations, and there's three new granular oscillators. Within the interface, there are plenty of layering options for the eight different articulations. There's loads of onboard effects, including 74 specially created convolution reverbs. Do check it out at the Sounddust site. And let's do a very quick mention for ToonTrack's recent updates. They've taken some of their most popular expansion packs for Superior Drummer 2 and redeveloped them for use with the relatively new Superior Drummer 3. So these packs are called New York Studios and The Foundry, and they include all of the previous content plus new presets and graphics optimised for SD3. In total, there are over 25 different kits here, so it's impossible to go into detail about all of them. But for more information, head to the ToonTrack website, or indeed, you can check them out at Time and Space.
Let me finish the show with something rather cool that I saw at NAMM and is forthcoming from IK Multimedia. They've recently developed some of the officially licensed Leslie cabinet emulations for their Amplitude and T-Rex plugins. So you can get these separately or as a bundle, although I'm not really sure why you would buy both. The plugins emulate five Leslie amps and six rotary speaker cabinets in precise detail with accurate circuit modeling, miking setup options, and new, really rather good looking interfaces. There's already plenty of info about these on the IK Multimedia site, including a few audio demos, so do check them out ahead of the release in March 2018. Thanks so much for checking out the show and downloading it. We're going from strength to strength every week, but if you've got the time, it takes just five or 10 seconds, please do review and rate us on your chosen podcast provider. As I said at the top of the show, you can get in touch with us in many ways. All the links are at the Samplecast site, thesamplecast.com. And I will be here again next week. Bye-bye now.